welcome to the official podcast of the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. On today's episode, we'll be discussing ASIC's recent insider trading action against construction company Hocktief AG. My name is Andrew Williams, and with me for this episode is ASIC Commissioner Cathy Armour. Cathy, thank you very much for joining me. It's a pleasure, Andrew. Now, on the 2nd of February 2016, ASIC commenced proceedings against Hocktief AG, which is a German construction group holding company for insider trading. Can you explain for us, uh, in simple terms, the misconduct that led to ASIC taking this action? So ASIC was concerned about the acquisition of shares in Leighton's Holdings, which is now called Simic Group, mm-hmm. by Hocktief Australia. Hocktief Australia is a subsidiary of Hocktief AG. And the critical factors that we need to remember here is that at the relevant time, Hocktief was already a more than 50% shareholder in CIMIC. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the 10th of March, so just a month and a bit later than the acquisitions that ASIC was concerned about, Hocktief launched a bid f- to acquire all of the securities in CIMIC, which it didn't already own. The particular concern that, that ASIC had was that Hocktief AG arranged or procured that Hocktief Australia varied some instructions that were in place, and these were instructions to acquire additional shares mm-hmm. in Leighton's or CIMIC Group. And the concern was at the time of that variation and subsequent purchases that were made that um, Hocktief AG actually had material price sensitive information that is, information about the prospects of CIMIC, which were not generally available in the market. Yeah, and the variation that you were speaking about there, they they pushed out the last day effectively to purchase those shares that you were speaking about from uh, 31st of January to the 14th of February. And while they're in possession of inside information, that's that's not allowed. Absolutely. That's the action in a nutshell. What's the the significance of of the action ASIC's taken here? So this is quite significant action. It was a civil penalty action. And it reiterates a key point. We are we are concerned that our markets will only operate with integrity if all participants in the market understand and have confidence that they have access to the same information. And in this situation, our concern was that, in fact, Hocktief had access to price-sensitive information at a time when the other participants in the market didn't. The judgment of the Federal Court in this matter was handed down this year, in December, and Justice Wigney actually highlighted this particular factor. His remarks were that the behaviour here resulted in significant trading in a major Australian public company, which, because it involved insider trading, and that trading had the capacity to significantly undermine the integrity and efficiency of the relevant securities markets. He, his honour went on to say this was by no means a victimless crime. The victim here was the market. And that is absolutely critical. We believe at ASIC in market integrity and we see it as our job to ensure that we protect the market and its integrity. Yeah, so because this, this, wasn't, this wasn't fair, it's ASIC's job to, to step in. In that judgment that you spoke about, the court ordered Hocktief AG, the, the German company, to pay a financial penalty $400,000. But ASIC also accepted enforceable undertaking from Hocktief AG in addition to this, in relation to this misconduct. And as part of that EU, Hocktief AG are making a, or have made rather, a voluntary contribution of 
and $400 each uh, to both the First Nations Foundation and also the Australian Shareholders Association. Can you explain why ASIC took this step? Yes, I'm happy to do so. In, in this case, those amounts broadly represent the financial benefit that we say Hot Teeth Australia gained as a, a result of the, the mm-hmm. poor, beha- poor conduct. In this case, the Australian Shareholders Association quite diligently raised its concerns about purchases by Hot Teeth Australia in this period of time. Now, I should note that one would expect that in any event, this is a matter that ASIC would be looking at Mm. because we do real-time market supervision and we are absolutely looking at changes in shareholding by substantial shareholders. It's that classic, classic warning light for us in our work. So... But it being flagged is still appreciated. Nevertheless, it's much appreciated. Um, And it also um, really reiterates the importance for everyone who participates in the market to focus on aberrant Mm behaviour, what might appear to be aberrant. It may not be when we investigate it further. But nevertheless, to think about, is the market working in the way we we think it should be working and to raise it with us Mm -hmm. where they see an issue. We actually thought that the work that the Australian Shareholders Association did in this case was very important. We value it. We value the contribution that they've made to helping contribute to market integrity. Mm -hmm. The payment to the Australian Shareholders Association is actually to support the work that they do in promoting the interests of retail shareholders and particularly to provide shareholder education and through that education process to to contribute to the market surveillance function that I think everybody who participates in our financial markets has a role a role to play. Because mm, we're all affected by it, aren't we? Are. we? Yeah, we so. It's in all of our interests to yep. be a- actively involved in how efficiently and effectively the markets work. Is there any other element of this case uh, that you'd like to highlight before we uh, wind up? So I think the key thing in this case that, that really is important for people to think about is... When you are an owner of, of shares in a listed company and you have common directorships, mm. uh, think very carefully about how you manage your arrangements if you're wanting to acquire additional shares in that listed entity. It's very frequently the case that in your role as a director, you will obtain information that's privileged information. If it's not available to the market, then things like changing your instructions become very problematic. In this case, Justice Whitney noted that this was an inadvertent error and there had been efforts to put in place Chinese walls or information barriers to prevent this problem occurring. Unfortunately, they just weren't effective with the variation, but it it really does reiterate the importance of thinking very carefully about information barriers. And making sure that those compliance systems that you do have are you know, effective. fully operational and effective. effective yeah. This is also a case where ASIC recovered its investigation costs. This hasn't always been a step that ASIC has taken. Uh, is this something that they're looking to do more often in the future? So uh, this, you're absolutely correct. This, In this instance, ASIC uh, recovered its investigation costs using a power that's under Section 91 of mm-hmm. the ASIC Act. We made a public announcement a couple of years ago now that we would look to do so. As you know, Andrew, the government has announced that it's interested in pursuing an industry funding model for ASIC. And we think in in the spirit of that model, it's very important that the parties who are are found to have contravened the law through a a court process Mm -hmm. actually 
are responsible for ASIC's costs of in the investigation because it's their conduct that has, co that has caused ASIC to um, have to incur those costs rather than the conduct of other industry participants or the, the public at large. So that, that is the approach we're taking on, on recovery of investigation costs. Cathy, uh, thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Andrew. Good to speak to you. We'll be back with another episode of the Official ASIC podcast very soon. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you.